I'm Zach Cohen. I'm Egan Munoz, and welcome to the Top 3 Podcast. Welcome back to the Top 3 Podcast. I'm Miguel here with Zach. Uh, today, we will be switching it up a, a little bit because we will not be going over another uh, round of the NFL playoffs and previewing that round for once in the past, what, like however many weeks it's been. But we will be going over a recap of the conference championship games since those games were amazing, as well as going over some general NFL news, uh, which has been um, circling the league the past few days. Um, and then we'll also go over the NBA, which we haven't covered in a while, and give you some updates on that. And then next week is the Pro Bowl. So we'll go over some people that we think have been snubbed from the Pro Bowl. And then finally, we'll end off on a rap album that many consider very, very good and one of the best of the 2010s. But how, how many people consider it, Miguel, or is it just you? I think... Most rap fans consider this album like it's actually a pretty good album. Like, okay, top, uh, top as 15 much, in the past decade. You guys know how much I like to bully Miguel about his music taste, but it's actually like it is pretty well regarded. This album, so I'll give him credit there. I don't have bad music taste, Zach. I mean, you kind of do. No, it's question. Don't. Sometimes it's questionable. The the taste that you think I have is bad, but that's not my music taste. Do you want to go through Spotify? Oh, that could be a fun episode. We just go through each other's Spotify's. We can do that another time. That sounds like Let's do that next. How about we do that next episode? Well, next, ep- next episode will be our Super Bowl preview, Miguel. Okay, but we we'll still have to go over an album or movie, so we might as well do the Spotify thing. Okay, Miguel. So, you want to start us off with some NFL recap? Let's do it. So we wrote. So, th- so in the doc for today's episode, uh, we listed three thing- three things to go over for the NFL recap. Brian Flores and his lawsuit against the NFL because he feels like he's been racially profiled and like unjustly not given any jobs tom brady retiring and then the conference championship games what do you think we should go over uh we can start and we can go in that order actually okay um just starting off with brian flores i mean being a dolphins fan um my opinion i don't i'm not very biased on this like this is what from what i've seen i think his uh claims against the dolphins are completely fair and what he said about um the Dolphins owner is like completely fair, fair. Yeah. Steve Ross. I've never liked him personally, even before hearing these things ever since I have been a Dolphins fan, I did not like Steve Ross. I just don't think he's like, has the same interests of as what's good for the team. And he never has. Um, and Brian Flores, I understand why he thinks that this is like discrimination against him because what good reason do you have for fi- firing a coach that's successful like this other than either racial discrimination or like you are just an idiotic. And I think it's probable that Steve Ross had that both of those may be factored into that decision Um, for other teams, such as the giants. I don't know if that's very, I don't know if that's as like um, accurate. I don't know. Do you have anything to add Zach? I mean, I think it comes from the I, like. Is there racial discrimination in the NFL? A hundred percent. Yeah, of course. Like the NFL is like what sixty three percent black, and there's one black NFL coach right now. There's f- like four GMs or something. 
There's no black owners. That one's not really an NFL problem. That's more of like a society as a whole problem. There's not much the NFL can do because they can't really just like give $2 billion or however much to some rent through anybody they want. So yeah. that one, but I'm sure there's racial discrimination. However, and then the text was Belichick are kind of damning, but also kind of not because like, sure, the Giants, every company that does, um, every company that hires anybody already has ideas of who they want to hire going into it before all the interviews. And also, it's a known thing that a lot of the Rooney Rule uh, interviews are shams. Like, that's no secret that a lot of times people who interview for the jobs aren't going to get them. They have to just to fill a quota. And that is messed up, but there's not really much the Giants can do about it because they have, they have to hire a coach and they need to interview someone of color to be able to do that. There's not much the NFL could have done about that, is there? Or the yeah, Giants? Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. I don't think it's really that situation is really a Giants' fault because – Belichick did say like he thinks that Dabble has already been decided, but like you're like you just said, like the, the those texts are so funny that. though. They must be so painful if you're um <laughs> Flores. Yeah, I know, but I, Flores will get a job most likely. It's okay eventually. Um, yeah. Um, but what I was saying is that I think you know the Giants had Dabble in mind going into this whole process, and I think he just after the interviews fit the requirements. So like it's not really their fault for choosing him ahead of time. Like, I know that you still need to go through every interview before making an official decision. But like, if you have that coach in mind and you like them after the interview, it makes sense that they're like going to be the, going to the, be the decision. Yeah. And that is what it is. Not really much, but end of the day, I don't really think it's going to be also incredibly hard to prove in a court a lot that he was discriminated against because of his race. Yeah, definitely. And I also think that- is like some quote or some actual like yeah, but that's going to be uh, hard to prove. It's yeah, exactly. I also think that like honestly, what might be harder though for the NFL is the fact that or like the worst thing is the fact that him and now Hugh Jackson have said that they were paid to throw games. I think that's a much much bigger deal, especially with the yeah. rise of gambling. That means that, like it would be inc- if if teams are already throwing games. Think about what if what happens if say the owner is told well you, they can make millions of dollars more if they throw games. It's going to become an issue, isn't it? Uh, for sure, and like you already see that money is playing a big role. Even like as aside from the whole gambling thing, I don't know if this had anything to do with the what Steve Ross told Flores, but he was paying him a hundred. He was offering a hundred k game uh, to lose which is like, that's pretty messed up for your organization to be like that. That's pretty toxic as you're, if you're the owner and you want to pay your head coach just to lose games when you don't have a team that's like, I don't think is really in a position where they need to be tanking that badly and your head coach disagrees with you. To do that is like, I would say kind of messed up and that can lead to a bunch of major issues and some, I don't know, some... I don't know what the word for it is. Like, uh, I, I don't, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I don't remember what the word is. Yeah, but also, like, if players are – football is obviously a dangerous game, and players are playing where have been admitted to be meaningless games and can risk injury, that feels like another issue. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that's just going to create a lot of problems. Should we move on to our next thing? Yeah, let's do it. Tom Brady retired. This was a – I was still, like, I know it got like process. leaked, and I was still like, oh, Brady's just 
at first I was like, wow, he's really retiring. And I'm like, oh, but he's just trying to get back at um, Schefter and all the NFL reporters. Yeah. But then, and then it was just very confusing. Because I was like, there's no chance he's actually retiring. And then all the quotes like it's like saying he hasn't decided just like, okay, we'll find out soon. And then he's like, yeah, I actually retired. That was, that's what I was trying to say. Like, that was really all really weird. And I think something that I've seen that I definitely agree with is that they kind of like ruined that whole retirement process. Like, it was like, oh, he's retiring. Oh, now he's not, but he's probably going to retire anyways. And then Brady just has to confirm it with an Instagram post. It was all just like very odd and not the way I wanted to see someone like Brady go out. Um, but, you know, we can move past that. Like, it's not like that big of a, de- a deal. But um, another thing is like a lot of people were saying Adam Schefter's like reputation was on the line after tweeting it came that. Through. It was like, yeah, I know. He Ray <laughs> Allen it in game six. Yeah. But yeah. Also, did you notice that in his post he didn't mention the Patriots once? Yes, that, that too. We funny. need to mention that. That, that, that was funny. Me. That's weird. Like the Patriots got you, very you weird. had six rings with them. He literally was in the with with the Patriots like what 80, 90% of his career. Like that's that's weird not to mention them at all. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what's there might be some internal conflict. I'm not really sure. That's I mean, I'm. Is there? I mean, he didn't go out of New England in the best notes, but I feel like it. There's no chance there's still like actual conflict there. I don't know, but what other reason would would there be to do that? He didn't like forget. Oh, maybe. <laughs> no. Oh no, I don't think he's petty. Oh no, Brady's definitely petty. Yeah, for Shows sure. Shows Belichick actually, but yeah, yeah, that's my bad. Uh, do you want to talk about the games this weekend? Uh, let's do it. Some really interesting games. Well, yeah, I actually predicted both games wrong, I think. Really? Yeah. I got one right. I got the Rams game right. I got the spread right for both, for one. Well, Zach, you got the win-win, though, because the Rams are in the Super Bowl, just like you predicted at the beginning. The Chiefs aren't, and it's an issue. I know. I I got both my Super Bowl picks wrong. You got them wrong? Oh, yeah. I got one right. But I'm happy about Bengals. Who day? Yeah. I, I can't decide how good Joe Burrow is. Like, I have this debate with myself. Like, do I think he's a top five quarterback? He is getting – he's going to – I know this is – like, I knew this was going to happen ever since they won uh, – ever since they got to AFC Divisional. Like, I was thinking if they beat the Titans, he's going to get severely overrated. But is it overrated if he's winning football games? But, like, That's- okay, he played a few good games. He's a great quarterback. He's not the best quarterback in the league. No one's saying he's the best quarterback in the league. I don't league. think he's a top five quarterback in the league. Who do you have above him? I would have – Definitely Mahomes, yes, Rogers, yes, Herbert, yes, Josh Allen. That's those are the four I have above him. And I mean, this past season, I would say Tom Brady, but he's not in the and league. And then I you could argue Derek Carr because he was top okay. Five no, 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 you guys. cannot argue Derek Carr's above. You can him. argue that just because he's top five passing yards. Derek Carr has a, a lot less weapons and a worse team. De- yeah, but no, I'm saying you can argue that. No, you it's could not also an argument argue, you can make. You could also argue. <laughs> okay, that was a bad example. You, you could argue uh, Lamar Jackson as well. Had a bad season, so I feel like. Okay, had a bad season, but then he doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback. True. Same with Russell Wilson. Also, just because Derek Carr threw more passing yards, Joe Burrow threw eleven more touchdowns, and only okay, fine, less than two hundred. Fine, fine. that was a bad yards. example. I was Thank just trying you. to come up with something. Okay. Wait, no, can I just say something? 
Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow played one less regular season game and threw 200 less passing yards. I'm... Fine, Zach. Okay. I forgive you. I didn't even say I'm sorry, but okay. I think Burrow's like borderline top five. Although I read an athletic, sure. I read an athletic, an article from the Athletic where they had different evaluators and different coaches say who they would take of Allen, Herbert, and Burrow, and the consensus opinion was Burrow was the best, then Allen, then Herbert, and I thought that was really interesting because he processes things so quickly, and he's like the by just like the best leader and has the best like the it factor. That's fair. I still think Josh Allen's a better quarterback. Well, I disagree. You really think Burrow's better than both of them? No, I don't. I think Burrow's probably worse than both of them. Yeah. I think he's, like, on the same level as Justin Herbert. Yeah. Right now. Herbert's streakier. Yeah, that's fair. But, like, Herbert is more likely to be an MVP-level player. Also true. But the games, credit to the Bengals, yes. they're – their halftime adjustments and their defense in the second half was lights out. They switched into eight men in coverage, only rushed three, and they made sure Hendrickson didn't drop into coverage, had him rush every play because he's their best pass rusher. So it makes sense. And this worked really well because the amount of, they got two big coverage sacks because of this, where Mahomes just had nowhere to throw the ball. And it ended up being incredibly consequential, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know how they won this game, honestly. I remember at halftime or like, what was it? It was like two minutes left 10. in the second quarter. Oh yeah, two was... minutes left in the second quarter. It's twenty-one to three, and or fourteen to three, like right before no, the Chiefs scored. Three. Their... No, no, I'm saying right before the Chiefs scored their third touchdown, our final touchdown of the game. I was saying, or I was watching the game with you, Zach, and we were saying if they score this, the game's over. They scored, and I thought, yeah, this game's over. And after, even after the Bengals scored to make it twenty-one ten, I was like, okay, there's probably no chance they. They still win because the Chiefs are, like, literally unstoppable right now. But they made the adjustments, and credit to Zach Taylor and the Bengals' defense. I don't know how they managed that. At Arrowhead, too, that was really impressive. Um, Held the Chiefs at three points and a half, which I don't know how you do that against Patrick Mahomes, especially seeing what he did against the Bills. But props to them. Yeah, for sure. But – yeah, I mean, this is two years in a row. I was going to say, is it time to worry about the Chiefs? Now they've been to four straight AFC Championship games. They'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now the Rams-Niners. Shanahan's, uh, game, Shanahan's one of the best offensive minds in the NFL. His game management's abysmal, though. Wasting timeouts. They wasted a timeout to punt the ball on fourth, on, on fourth and two. That's really bad. And they also, I think it was like seven minutes left in the game, had the pick on the drive that the Rams were going to, that the Rams ended up tying the game on with a field oh, goal. Oh, but it was a Quavius Tart pick drop? Yes. That's, that was bad. Oh, that's that really bad. Literally I felt, right bad for the, felt bad for the kid. And he felt better about it, too. He said something on Twitter. I don't remember exactly. but he like apologized, he apologized for it. about it. Yeah. But Good, it's his fault. No, way, I'm kidding. I mean, the Rams did a good job, but honestly, that was like a 49ers home game. So, yeah, no. To watch. I think there's gonna be, there might be more Bengals fans at the Super Bowl than Rams fans, I think. Bro, LA fans are so. It's bad. not a sports. They're, they're good for the Lakers and the Dodgers. Yeah, because those are like 
Because they've been there forever. The Rams and Chargers like moved there like five yeah, years ago. That's true. That's true. That's the, true. The Raiders are like the biggest team in that city. Yeah. But Garoppolo also really sold. Like he showed exactly what they traded for Trey Lance this offseason. Yeah. He's not good enough. That's true. I think you think that the 49ers will touch Trey Lance next season? We'll start Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Obviously. What do you mean, obviously? Garoppolo's getting traded. He right, said like, in that's... It, no, oh, he said really? in an interview, like, this is my last, this is going to be like my last ever thing. Like, I think I'm going to get traded. Okay. So then, yeah, that's probable. They traded three first round picks for the kid. Okay. I'm just saying, I don't know if he's like ready. Probably not. Yeah, he's probably not. It. Let's be honest. He's probably not going to be good. Or he'll be fine. He plays for Shanahan. I think he'll be good. Yeah. We'll see if he fits in the system. Hard for him not to. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, I, anything else you want to talk about? Not really. Oh, Aaron Donald might kill um, Joe game. Burrow. But yeah, do you want to move on to the Pro Bowl? Aaron Donald might kill Joe Burrow because they the <laughs> yeah. Bengals have no guards. Do you want to move yeah. on to the Pro Bowl? Let's do it. Pro Bowl snubs. Well, my biggest one, I have a few. My biggest one's Creed Humphrey. The center, I thought he was he had a great season, should have probably made the Pro Bowl. The Chief Center. Yes, I 100 percent agree. I don't know how he did. There were some centers or offensive linemen who made it over him that was very questionable. I don't know what that was about. It was, was questionable. Are the best center in the league. I think Joe Burrow got robbed in the AFC for quarterbacks. Who made it over him again? A good amount of players, including Mac Jones, but that was a replacement. Hmm. Uh, mainly Lamar was the biggest one who made it over him. Okay, yeah, that's that's a, that was a bad choice. Yeah. Um, Deontay Johnson was originally robbed, but he made it in like the set because yeah, he he's replacing it. Jamar. Um, I would also say. Definitely Cordero Patterson. Just as, yeah, probably. That I don't know why he didn't make the Pro Bowl. He had an amazing season, I think. I don't know. Remind me who the running back Stafford kind of got robbed. Yeah. Eckler. Eckler, too. I mean, there's a lot of guys that you could argue. Um, Patrick Chertain, too. He had a great season. For Justin Broncos, Simmons. Underrated. Yeah. AJ Terrell should have made it. Actually, the I don't know how he did. AJ yeah. Terrell's my biggest snub. Really? Biggest? Him or Stafford? Or, or I Burrow? Stick, I would stick with Creed Humphrey, but that's fair. I don't oh, Josh Allen also didn't Stafford. make it. That was odd. Really? Yeah. Huh. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's crazy. But there, there are some bad snubs, I'll be honest. Yeah. I don't. This was not the best pro they're never good though yeah yeah that's true that's true yeah it, Miguel, it'll you, still be entertaining though go you want to talk about some nba yeah let's do it i'll, I'll let or you talk I about can, it i can you really want to talk about it i'll go just as you just as you lead the premier league discussions all right so starting off in the eastern conference uh we'll start off with the top the chicago bulls and miami heat are currently um, one game apart in 
the first place battle the heat had it for a while for about a week and a half or maybe two weeks and recently i've just dropped three games in a row so the bulls overtook them but the heat still looking very good have been without kyle lowry for a while um both teams will definitely be um championship contenders and when fully healthy they are both very scary that'll be a great eastern conference finals matchup if it ends up happening um moving down the line we got the 76ers who have looked much better than last season the Cavs, who have continued to be a surprise and have done their thing darius garland having one of the most underrated seasons in the league um the bucks who are still all right there's just a lot of teams above them who have been doing better and the nets who have been kind of concerning but they just haven't brought it together yet with their big three. I still think we should give them more time, but we'll see. And then moving into the bottom half, we have the Hornets, Raptors, who have looked much better of late, having beat the Heat in uh, their last two matchups recently. Um, Boston and Atlanta, 7 through 10. And then towards the bottom, some disappointing teams are the Wizards, Wizards, Knicks, Pacers, and then at the very bottom, Detroit and Orlando. And then in the Western Conference, where there's a lot less parity, at the top are three outstanding teams, the Suns, who still don't have 10 losses, 41-9, and the Warriors are three games behind. And then maybe the biggest surprise this entire season, contending with the Cavs, is the Grizzlies, led by John Morant. They've gone crazy this season. Uh, Desmond Bain, like I was mentioning with Darius Garland, having a very underrated season. Um, he needs a lot more recognition. And then moving down, we got the Jazz, Mavericks, Nuggets. Not much to say about them three. They're doing their thing. Um, and the Lakers continue to struggle as well as the Clippers as the Lakers. I mean, they just lost LeBron, and LeBron's really been their only contributor. So I don't know what to say. They're they're in trouble for sure. Uh, and they're three games below 500 as well. Uh, the Clippers have been without their stars for a while. Um, and, you know, they just have had to rely on world players and it has not been working out for them. They're one game below. Um, and then in a 10 spot or seven, seven spot is the Timberwolves, who have been fine. Eight, nine is Clippers, Lakers. Ten is Portland, who has been okay. And then rounding at the bottom is the Pelicans, Spurs, Sacramento, OKC, and Houston. So that's the full recap. Thank you, Miguel. I was inc- I like how you started off by mentioning how great um the heat were like you have to make sure that everybody knows that you're su- super um unbiased and neutral, right, Miguel? That's not biased. That's just like truth. Do you want to move into Gambino? Let's do it. Yay! We just revealed the artist, but that's oh, fine. Okay, let's reveal the album. What's the album, Miguel, then, if you want to reveal it so badly? The album is Because the Internet by Childish Gambino, released in 2013. Probably his best album. I would agree. That it's most like there with maybe Awaken My Love, but I think it's better. Yeah, I'd agree. So let's get into it. Favorite songs, favorite features, um, and overall thoughts, and then we'll end with a Rating out of 10. Don't you hear my favorite song? Yeah. My top it. three. Yeah. Telegraph, uh, Telegraph Ave. Drive, but I think I'd probably die in Oakland. In 
Sweatpants. Rich kid at paint me as a villain. Still spitting that cash flow. DJ Khaled. I got bad house on both coasts. PH balance. And 3005. Okay. Hold up, wait a minute. All good. Just a week ago. Crew at my house. And we party every weekend. So on the radio. That's my favorite song. Make me bounce around like I don't know. Like I won't be here long. Now the thrill is gone. Got no patience. Cause I'm not a doctor. And it's it's because they act, that's actually a stretch on the album in that order. Okay, but those are my favorite songs and my favorite. Uh, am I? I guess my honorable mention will go to Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, Flight of the Navigator, underrated. And then my favorite um feature is just Lloyd, like Oakland by Lloyd, because like I does that count as a feature? Because it's like a more of a sample, but it's not really a feature. But I also don't think that's a good pick. But What's yours, yeah. Chance? Yeah, easily Chance. I like. He's I like, like the, one of the only features on this album. Well, well, I like Oakland. Okay. Um, I'll for my top three. I'll go with at three. I'll say Telegraph Ave. Also, two. I'll say the worst guys. All she needed was some. 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 Had a Clippers game on the court side. Warren has to be 3005. I know it's overplayed, it's but song. it's by far the best song. Uh, Sweatpants, I'm leaving off the list, but I do think it's a good album. Uh, I mean, a good song. Uh, and then best feature is definitely Chance. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, overall takeaways, what was like your overall recap of the album? Um, overall thoughts, I think this is a really good album, and I think it's very well put together. It, there's not that many. There's a few lows and, like, a few parts where I don't think, like, some of the songs I feel like could have just left out, but I think Fair this enough. is really where... It's a little too be. long. Yeah. I mean, it's 58 minutes. I think that's, like, right, right below the cusp of where, like, it gets into too long of an album, but... I think this is like putting together all of Childish Gambino's talents because rapping, um, producing, singing. Yeah. Not his acting. Learned, they didn't put together his No, no, no. His... This is what I was about to say. Something I learned recently is, you know how they have like the one, two, that, yeah. that kind of stuff? Is that like that different set? Uh, wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Different acts? Yes. Yes. They so created an entire screenplay that's on YouTube and those all correspond to, those songs correspond to each of those acts. And that is extremely complicated and it's pretty nerdy, nerdy thing to like delve into, but that is very cool uh, for him to do. So just like putting all those things together, I think is really cool. It's very cool of him. So what would you give it, it as your final rating? So I wouldn't say it's perfect, but I do think it's very good. So I'll say nine out of 10. Shocker. I'll give it like a eight and a half. I really like this album. Really like it. I really like Gambino. He's a cool dude. Did you see this thing on like Twitter the other day? Like he was trending because he's like been being canceled for like race baiting. Of saying like messed up stuff. No. Like some of his lyrics, like not really on this album, but in, like camp in camp and oh, you know, yeah. freaks his and old geeks, stuff is like it's like <laughs> made the beat the murder that Casey Anthony. Yes, I know his stuff is not good. It's so funny though. He has some incredible lyrics. <laughs> he has like some of my favorite <laughs> lyrics ever because they're just so out of pocket.
they are they are they really are but like why are people just bringing this up right i know now? like it's a no thing that he's like he's yeah, a funny everybody knows this. yeah well, i guess that's really it for today's episode yeah thank you for listening Follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review on both, but you can leave a comment on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at the top three podcast. Make sure to listen next week. And that's really all. Thanks for listening. I'm Zach Cohen. I'm Agonios, and this is the top three podcast.